0: Good afternoon and happy Tuesday, guys. Welcome to the 15-Minute Rev. Uh, sensing some... Um, let me fade this out here real quick so I can cut that off there. There you go. So, ha- good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Tuesday's 15-Minute Rev. I hope you guys are doing okay this week. hope you've had a great weekend. Can you guys hear me okay over here? Just I cut my mic off down here, but can you hear me over here? On Facebook, on YouTube. Can somebody tell me in the chat box? Hope you guys have had a great week. Um, let me write it out. Can you hear me? Awesome. Perfect. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Welcome to the 50 Minute Rev. Guys, I'm Dr. Missy Hood. Hope you guys have had a great week. I know things are kind of getting stirred up in the spirit. I've got some answers for you. Actually, God's been downloading things and talking to me um the last four days. Actually, hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon, stacy Good to see you too. Hi, PP. Um, but it's it's great to see everybody. And I don't want you guys getting too freaked out um, because there's nothing to get freaked out about. I'm going to cut my line so I can actually see. But um, there's nothing to get freaked out about right now at all. We're all in for, well, if you're aligned, I'll say this. If you're aligned, great days are ahead of you. Great days are ahead of you. Um, and I think it's because it's taken so long for um, us to figure out what God was doing. I think that it's and especially if you're not aligned and if you've been disobedient, um, I, I, they're pretty much stuck in the flesh. God bless these people. But um, for those of you who have stayed aligned and have gotten free and gotten cleaned up, God's got great plans for you. you know, that cat is really in my my way here. Let me move him over here. I'll move him over here. so that he's not in my line of sight here. So Anyway, I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, i got a great word. It's called revivals here. Revivals here. We're shifting up into God's goodness and into his mind. And And it's a shroud of darkness that he's bringing us through right now. So you're already starting to get kind of an answer as to what's been going on around us. But we're shifting into the mind of Christ. Remember, we were in a trust test. God told us to be Uh, that we had to trust him in this new place and then it's about Jezebel or Joseph are you choosing to walk in Jezebel or Joseph that Joseph anointing by getting free Joseph fleed Jezebel Joseph always stayed true to God and God is raising up a tribe of Joseph's right now where they are we're all demanding to be true to who Christ made us to be can you guys pray against witchcraft coming at me right now please Thank you so much. So this is what they're doing. So witchcraft, by the way, we'll just start right there. Witchcraft is through the roof the last four days. It is through the roof. We've got Mardi Gras going on in the city. We've got witches and Satanists trying to stop the front runners from getting into place. Um, and then we have goofy terrors and goofy people that are stuck in a spirit of religion trying to come at uh, people that are, have been obedient. So we've got it coming from all angles right now. But it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect us. God's still got a word for you. And, and I just really want to encourage everybody, I know that what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep the body from stepping into all truth. That's what the enemy's main objective is, is to try to stop you from getting into all truth. And so we have a lot of Im- immature, very, very immature people that are stuck at lower levels of the mountain right now. And some people have chosen not to even come up the mountain. They're just stuck in a 15-year-old mindset or whatever it is, wherever they got stuck in their own trauma. So they're just they're proving true to who they are right now and where they are in the spirit. But, um, so for those of you who've chosen to mature in Christ, you've chosen to come up into, uh, who he told you you could be as the bride of Christ. God's got a great plan for you, man. But as for the others, you get what you get. So this is what we're starting off. God is getting the obedient part of the body into the cloud of glory for preservation. Because once in, Nothing can touch you, which is why the fight has been so hard. so you've heard of the scripture where it says that you see ten thousand will follow at your right and five thousand at your left, but once in the glory, this is what the Lord showed me yesterday, the devil can't touch your story, so your journey is just that you're just journeying through the land, and that's why and that's how Jesus slipped out of the crowd unseen, so this is the New place that we're all standing. Hey, good afternoon, Creatrix thirteen. You know, um, I, we all try to be very, very honest here, and it's because I really, really feel like people are tired of the crap. They're tired. I'm going to call it what it is: religion. The spirit of religion is crap. It, it's it's a false structure. It it's a place where um it makes people feel like they have to perform to be loved. And that's not why Jesus came at all. Jesus did it all on the cross. And so if if you are one of these people that have left the church because of that mentality, this message is for you. This message is for you. And matter of fact, God is not going after the church right now. The church has had their opportunity to get aligned, to get cleaned up. And God's like, I'm not going after you. I removed my true saints outside of the church. I removed them because they were smart enough to recognize that your fake structure, church, wasn't holy it was fake holy so they wanted to go find they went in search of the true like joseph did joseph had a dream he knew god had made him a promise and he trusted the lord And it took him a few places it took him into a few hard places of his journey which is where a lot of you have come out of joseph if you've been through the testings of joseph so the fast the past five days of witchcraft has been through the roof because the enemy knew if the body hit the glory, that would be the end of his story with regard to time, okay? But God said, time is mine. I created it, therefore I own it, says the Lord. And the devil has been very busy trying to use the religious portion of the church, not all gods. There are some good people in church. um, But there are, the ones that are stuck there, I'm going to say if you're stuck underneath that religion of a spirit of religion um that you've been put there for a purpose if you've been truly sold out to love, and I know that some of my family members uh are in serving leadership in that capacity, so we're called to be standard bearers. We're here to serve at the pleasure of the king to show others the way in which they should walk, but if you're stuck underneath this apparatus of religion. I truly feel for you in this hour because things aren't going to go well for you. So here we are. Here we are. Um, God's saying, I own time. And the devil's been very busy with the religious portion of the church, not all his. But most are tares trying to work against God, but against God's true saints to keep us out of time. Hey, James. So the Lord's saying his main ploy was to get you to move away from the divine. Don't do it. Don't do it. So God's saying time was never the devil's because the devil knew man's limitation in his earth suit. I thought that was fascinating, which was created in time. If you know anything, we're limited by time in the earth. But if you walk by the spirit and you walk by trust, you walk in the divine. You're walking outside of time with Christ, which is why God wanted you to come up higher into a spirit. So Satan knew if he could capture time and get dysfunctional man, the dysfunctional portion of the church, to falsely align with him instead of the divine, then time might be his. But alas, the king, thank God, keeps a close watch to his watch because only the king knows when he will return in time. So no other voice will have a say about his timetable. That's the bottom line to the conversation, especially the king's enemies. So because of this, Satan has been using religious people stuck in the flesh to use God's spirit, his word, to try to realign time. These are the tears. Remember I told you guys, um, and it's all outside of God's truth. But remember when I told you guys, you know, God had given us a strict mandate and about how to come closer to his heart and how important it was for us to get cleaned up. Um, it's important for us to get cleaned up if you want to come up because God's not going to allow you to come near a holy God, just any old way you please. And and, and I'm absolutely, uh, I'm not going to say I feel sorry for the church anymore because I don't, I don't because God has given you an ample amount of time, an ample amount of time to align. He's given you, I mean, we've been talking about it here for almost nine years, almost nine years trying to, Tell you, hey, God says, this is the way, walk ye in it. This is the way. And we have been bucked. We have been spat at. We have been uh, harassed. We have been treated with anything but the love of God, which is what you would expect from the church. But because the church is so dysfunctional now and so many stuck underneath this apparatus of religion, they can't help but be who they truly are. And many are the devils. They're just, God's just exposing who people are as he moves us into deeper levels of truth. Remember, when truth comes in the room, judgment's right behind him. So there's a deeper line of demarcation also being uh, defined in this hour. So because of time, because of what the enemy tried to do, Satan has been using religious people stuck in the flesh to use God's spirit and his word to try to realign time outside of God's truth. When God is all truth, if you don't know love, you don't know God, you don't know truth. Okay, so we're called to be lovers of truth. And if you're not getting cleaned up, then how can you discern God's spirit truthfully? How can you? Because God can't dwell near impure vessels. So if you're operating in in untruths, most likely you're operating in lying spirits. Okay, bloodline cursings bring in lying spirits. So here we are. And when when the religious right are thinking, they're so right in pride, using weapons without God's consent, which is a mark of treason because of the spirit behind it. So if you haven't been getting cleaned up and are power hungry or desperate for power, chances are your vessel has been hijacked by these treasonous spirits. And you've chosen to pair up with the devil, so he can use you against God. And so many don't even know they're being used like that. That's just amazing to me. Yet we see their lives. We run into them daily. We see them in the church. They're not pleasant people. They try to force you to align to their brand of Christianity. When God's saying, come on, come on, don't clean yourself up. Let me clean you up. I'm the, I'm the healer. Hey, Tammy. Oh my gosh. We love North Carolina guys. How about guys? Give a big shout out. Tell me where you're from. Put it up on the board. That's really cool to see you guys. Great to see you guys from all over the United States. So so this is where we're at right now. This is where we're at. So we know that Satan's desperate for power. We know that he will use anything and anyone he can to get to God because of his intense hatred for God, which means using you, his people, if you are his people. So for those of you who have chosen to agree with God in this hour and be obedient, God's saying, haven't you wondered why the witchcraft has been through the roof the past four or five days? Yeah, go Denmark. My family is Viking, double Viking. Did you know that? We love the Swedes. We're Swedish. (laughs) I can relate with you. Go Denmark. Right on. Go, go United States. We all love you guys. So thanks for showing up today. So anyway, for those of you who've been obedient and get cleaned up, This is why the witchcraft has been intense against you the last four to five days. And you're like, where's she going with this? Uh, Because you're heading into the glory. You stepped into it Sunday. It just started. And so it's shrouded in darkness. I'm going to get into that part of the conversation here in a second. As God is trying to protect you while you begin to climb up into his spirit higher where the enemy can't see, he can't hit what he can't see. He can't touch what he can't see. So if you were getting ready to step up into God's glory so he could finish your story to ensure the rest of your days would be better than the rest. This is why you're taking so much witchcraft. So we're not in the end times are I'm not going to say we're I don't believe we're in the last hours. I believe that's been misidentified because for those of you who have chosen to walk in truth, this is why God's trying to preserve you. Um, the enemy wants to take out as many people that are God's as he possibly can, and he's trying to keep as many out of God's spirit as he can. Father, they don't have that right identified, first Kings 1 14. Let it fall to the ground if it's not your authority speaking, if it's false authority. Thank you, God. So, we're not in the end times, I don't believe. I believe that, um, God's making a way for those who have chosen to align in time with the divine and trusting God to make their bloodline a place they've never seen before. Remember, God's no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he does for all on earth as it is in heaven. You guys have heard that your your forefathers are rooting you on. They're rooting you on in heaven. Why do you think they're rooting you on? They're rooting you on to... Help them move up higher in the spirit on earth as it is in heaven. God's no respecter of persons. What he does for what he does for all. Hold on one second. I take authority over the witchcraft coming at me right now and coming at the anointing and God's power flowing through me. That's that's uh, the power or the, excuse me, the gifts of God are irrevocable. They're out of alignment. Let those things fall to the ground. Lord, Lamentations three thirty seventy thirty eight 38. Objection name is 3, 3, Matthew 4, 4. Strike them down. Job 36, 32, Psalms one forty 6. Give it all back to him, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We invite you here to teach your people. Isaiah 6, 1-6, excuse me. So we're trusting God right now in this place to take us where we've never been before. And for the people who've gotten stuck in their flesh, you might have missed God's best. But plan B is still part of your test. Remember I told you on Friday, if you've missed God's plan, plan A for your life, then you need to ask him what plan B is. He can still get you into alignment. You just won't be able to walk it through through plan A because you did your own thing. And I'm not trying to, I'm not even going to give an excuse for that. It is what it is. Just whether you receive it or not, take it up with God. But it's to see, actually, he's trying to test you still. He has enough mercy to see if you're going to learn to rest in a holy God that has your best interest at heart. You see, because many of the plan B people were called to be Joseph's, but they got caught up in Jezebel because Jezebelian ways in thinking were in their hearts. So that was the spirit and the demon that ruled over their lives and in their decision-making. And if you know anything about Jezebel, Jezebel always tries to usurp true authority. It always tries to usurp the true prophets. It always tries to demolish anything or anyone it can't control and manipulate. And so God is like, I am God and you are not. He's been showing us and trying to see who would get cleaned up to find who would come up higher into his love and into spirit. Also, the thing about Jezebel, Jezebel's cold love. It's religion. It's a religious structure. That's why God said, can you discern the truth from a lie? Father, that's Colossus 2.14. Strike that down. Thank you so much. Galatians 2.18. Thank you, God. Just let it all fall to the ground. Thank you, God. So witchcraft has had them from the start to dupe their minds into thinking they need more than God. So It's time to shift up into the mind of Christ. He's saying shift up into the truth, shift up into a better tomorrow. Because for those of you that do, Lord says, I'm walking with you and I'm going to keep that which you've entrusted to me until that day. Nothing's going to get in your way. As long as you don't let the devil lead you astray. I'm not trying to rhyme. It's what's coming into my spirit. So for you obedient leaders, many of you have waited for years for God to crown you with glory in order to finish your story. But what you found was a group of dysfunctional sheep trying to make you lose sleep over the way God had made you. If you know anything about the truth and about revival, revival brings in the pure of heart. You understand that Matthew 5a blessed are the pure of heart for they shall see God. How do you think they see God? How do you think revival shows up? Because the pureness in the atmosphere has been uh, developed for to be conducive for him to dwell over those vessels. So many revival leaders were told they were too bold, too truthful when they were born from eight o'clock on from the eighth month of the year on, if you know anything about the clock, it's one through 12. If you know anything about the months of the year, they're one through 12. So anybody born from eight o'clock on, you're pretty, you're getting pretty truthful in your personality. And chances are in this hour, if you're coming up into the spirit of truth, into the spirit of love, you're being drawn to truthful vessels, people that preach only the good, the pure and the lovely that you don't want people blowing smoke up your rear. I'm going to be really blunt about that. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of trying to dance around people's feelings. I'm tired of trying to uh, be nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. And, and this is something else. When people misuse the the uh, analogy of where's the love in that? Or you speak the truth in love. Who do you think's in you if you know Jesus? Really? Look at being so stuck on stupid. Jesus is love. But Jesus made various personalities throughout the, the year, To be a certain way for the seasons that he birthed them into. So quit allowing people to manipulate your truth and the spirit of truth in you. Because it makes them feel uncomfortable with the way God made you. Be who you are, leaders. Be who you are, you bold sheep. Because God birthed you to help God's true sheep to get into their land so they'd be used in time to help hearts align and become lovers of all truth. So this is the place of demarcation we all find ourselves in. Do you know the difference? Or are you still stuck in an old structure that's going nowhere? Hallelujah. Hey, Melina, what's going on? Hallelu, Hallelujah! hallelujah. So we're either lovers of truth or you're going to reject the truth and compromise, giving way to your own demise. That's what we're standing right now. Being caught up in all the devil's lies. And so that's what the spirit of religion does to people when they think they have to perform for a holy God who came to set us free. Jesus came to set us free from the law. And from all these dumb structures and all these dumb masks that we think we have to put on in order to be loved, the church used to know this. But this is how far away from love the church has fallen. And a lot of people think, well, I know Jesus, I know Jesus, I know Jesus. I don't see any more of the love of God on some of these vessels and the man of the moon. All I see is a bunch of people that are performing for titles. They want to schmooze and and they want to pad their pocketbooks and take advantage of the sheep. What about helping the sheep get cleaned up? That's what we're here for. Because if you know anything about God, I know one thing he's been saying to me over and over and over again. He's not tolerating anything less than the true king's decree to help set his people free from the confines of a dead structure. He doesn't like his sheep being held captive. He's Never created one for me or you, for that matter. We were born to be free. And that's that's a great point, Timmy Hole. That's so true. And that really is coming to pass. She stated, some people will not endure sound doctrine in these last days. Are we not there? Are we not there? But I don't believe we're at the end, if you will. I believe that we're entering into a time where... Things are fixing to be great for us for a time for the people who have walked in the divine until God says I'm coming and and nobody knows when that is except for Him, right? So, but I believe that we're heading into some great days as we hear, as we step into um, the wealth transfer. We haven't seen a lot of things yet. Think about that. We haven't seen the latter glory yet. We're just stepping into that now. And we haven't stepped into the wealth transfer, which brings us to Leviticus 11, 1 through twelve eight, And it talks about how sin got in. I know you're thinking, oh, what a boring topic. Stay with me. Stay with me. If you know anything about the Bible, it doesn't take long. And it didn't take long in the book of Leviticus for sin to enter into the pri- priestly families. What happens at the head trickles down like the oil on the beard of Aaron. So it does matter who you listen to. Because I don't know about you, if you're not able to discern, and this is a problem in the body of Christ. If you're not able to discern witchcraft, you're not able, and witchcraft blinds and deafens your fivefold giftings, by the way. That's how so many people get duped. But it also hinders you from discerning the truth from a lie. And it's all based on a heart condition. But if you have a pure heart and you come into uh, the atmosphere of somebody that does not like they're a Balaam's prophet or a Jezebel or both or usually both. Um, usually, witchcraft. It's Jezebel's the mother of witchcraft, and that spirit is strategically brought in around the true prophets of God to pollute you. To pollute you, you've got to be really discerning. And if you can't hear anything, that's what—that's my first red flag. I'm like, why can't I hear anything? Where's my Jezebel? And I want to make sure it's not near me, or especially giving anything or inputting anything into me. I want to make sure we're casting those things down, keeping a pure vessel. That's what allows you to hear and stay stay clear. But we have so many people getting duped by it because their hearts are wrong in this hour, especially leaders, where they're trying to schmooze. They're still trying to be the latest and greatest instead of letting God build their house. And I'm just like, you know, when, when are we going to get our priorities straight? When? So it didn't take long for this to happen back in Israel's day. It didn't take it long to happen now because the devil's the devil's always attacking true moves of God because He's after so many, he's after the great experiences that we go through with the Lord, which is why we have to stay vigilant. If you know anything this happened to Elijah, it's happened to a lot of the great leaders who encounter the devil right after they encounter a great move with God. The enemy always hits us right before the Lord blesses us or right after the Lord blesses us. And it actually happened to Jesus. Right after his baptism at the Jordan, which means great blessings bring great temptations. You have to be on guard at all times. And I think what makes it so hard, this is honest. I'm just being honest about this. I think what makes it so hard is that we're all so. Sheep, I'm going to be. Can I be blunt? <laughs> I'm going to be blunt. Sheep can be dumb. Sheep can be so dumb and trusting that we. I think we just assume the best of all people when not all people have the best of intentions towards us. So what makes it difficult is getting our hearts to align with our logic sometimes. Sometimes you need to make your head listen to your heart because Jesus lives in your heart. Okay? And I've had to do that a few times with people who I know that God's saying, uh, he's putting his finger on people. He's putting his finger on people. And I'm like, only way I know how to deal with it so I don't feel bad. Lord, shake my tree. Just shake my tree. Just take, it away from, take him away from me. And he does it every time. He does it. They'll decide to leave on their own. Or something will happen. He'll, he'll orchestrate a situation where they have to leave. And, and, because he's getting Jezebel out of your tree. So he can continue to use you. So if it happened to Jesus, it's going to happen to you. But when the Lord commands us to do certain things, if you know anything about this chapter of Leviticus, it happened 11 times in chapter 8 and 9 where the Lord commanded these leaders. Let me shake your tree. I want to shake your tree. I want to get some things. I want to get you free from some things, free from some people who don't belong near thee. When we think we know more than God, like Aaron's sons did, like Nadab and Abihu, because they had a little bit of Jezebel in them, they gave way to the witchcraft thinking and quickly saw God's disdain when his fire killed them. For some of you leaders who have felt like you have been left out in this season, Do you realize that God preserved your life because he's hoping you'll choose plan B? Do you understand? Nobody's trying to say you're disqualified or God doesn't love thee or love you. He's hoping you'll choose truth. Because he wants you to see the truth about yourselves, your own heart condition, and the truth about what you thought you knew about a holy God and his ways, when in reality you were operating under a dead structure the whole time. Do you have the courage to allow him to show you a few things about yourself and what got you locked in to this lie? Do you do you have that courage? Because it's going to take trust. But see, we live in a world that's been so duped by so many falsities. We're seeing it on all seven mountains. We're seeing it everywhere we go. So everybody's afraid to to trust God of the, the one person who can help us. And I personally think the biggest trap to our personal growth as fivefold ministers occurs through the very gifts God has given many of us. Because many people made their identity through their gifts instead of through the giver. I saw that 25 years ago. I saw so many people getting out of line. And, it, and I'll never forget it. I remember thinking to myself out in the parking lot after church. One night I was sitting there thinking, man, this could go south so fast, and it did. It did just like I was shown by God it would, because there were so many people thinking that they were high and mighty and real, not realizing that it was God's spirit that flows through them. He equips us with gifts that He chooses to use. It's like it's like going to work and all your all your working tools are at your job. That's what Jesus does when He shows up in your vessel. He's hoping to show up to work, to use your vessel to get the job of kingdom done. But so many people are so determined to say, oh, I did the job. Look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. Look what I, 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 I. it makes you want to vomit. Like you didn't do jack squat. Jesus showed up and you were blessed enough for him to use your vessel. Get over yourself. Such arrogance. But your gifts aren't your identity. It's who you are in Christ that tells me who you are. Your heart tells me who he made you to be. When I look into you through intimacy, it says, into me see. you see who I am? Hey, I'm a de laplorable. How are you doing? So, so many have placed more weight on laying claim to who they are when God uses their vessel and gifts than who they are when god's not using their vessels it's just absolutely amazing to me because so many have chosen to walk in their own ways illegally laying claim to god's glory trying to build their own story and God saying okay in this new season unless you comply to my ways and my protocol And the way I demand that you do things, I'm not going to use your vessel. I'm not going to show up to work at your place of employment that you think you so know. But instead, I'm going to find other vessels who choose to come up higher into my heart of love and truth where I can get honest with them. To clean them up so that they won't tolerate the enemy of their soul, i.e. witchcraft. Howdy. Howdy. You from Texas? (laughs) Um, You see... The God I know, he's all about true loyalty to love. When he stated, thou shalt not, thou shalt not tolerate any other idol, any other structure or anything apart from truth. He meant every excuse we could give him that goes along with that. You understand that? God hates when we give him excuses as to why we don't have to change. He hates it when we cherry pick out of his Bible, out of his word. Thinking it doesn't apply to us. You think, oh, that's for so and so. I don't have a problem with that. How do you know? He, only He knows your heart. How do you know? Are you humble enough to say, God? Do I have that problem? And if so, get it out of me. Get it out of me. Northwest Florida, Northeast Florida. Hallelujah. Come on in. am. Amen. Hi, man. How's it going, guys? Good to see you guys. So, there are no excuses if you know anything about the lord we don't have an excuse to sin we don't so we're having a spiritual fiesta here if you like my background today (laughs) i don't know what came over me when i was designing this one i just you know i get going (laughs) because i come out of a design background i'm just like yeah let's just do a little bit over here and we'll add this over here and i found the cat and i was like oh it's primo that is primo the cat has to stay and so I'm thinking for all these people who are non ADHD people, when our brains are flying all over, I have some of my friends literally that have ADD, ADHD, and um, and they're high IQ thinkers, by the way, but they're like, Dr. Missy, I can't, I can't, I, I can't watch your podcast sometimes because my brain goes crazy. It's like, <laughs> there's so much going on. Like, okay, just listen, then just turn off the thing and listen, listen, get the word in you. Okay, let's go on. So if you know anything about spiritual shifts in history, this is what's going on around you and me. God judged sin in a dramatic way. Forces people to have a reverential fear of him. Okay, It it means that people group had gotten away from God's ways. So God will always, he always has mercy to me on, on his own people where he tries to bring them back to him but there's always gonna be that one little group that always think they know more than God. Oh no, 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 they don't understand that he's God and we're not, okay. But he's trying to teach us. He's trying to teach us how to honor him in all things. If you know anything about this new place, if you're sensing it, this is what I'm sensing. I'm sensing that in this new place, God is not gonna tolerate the disgrace Or the actions of man where he disgraces himself because of his own ways. And this is what got Aaron's sons killed when they were bold enough to come into the church of God, into the the tabernacle of God, and try to release strange fire. You know what strange fire is? Strange fire is witchcraft. So all of you little wonderful people out there praying your witchcraft prayers and you're stuck in your flesh thinking, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to pray you down. That's what I always tell these people. I'm like, you can't curse what God has blessed, man. Get your heart cleaned up. Learn to practice forgiveness. Learn to walk in a way, because you may be the only Jesus people see. You understand? And so if you were to learn and you're going to say you're Christ's child, that means you have to actually pick up his ways and be transformed into his heart, lest you be committing treason. (laughs) <laughs> okay so what differentiated these people or even the people today from the true people of God how do you know the difference if you know anything about Aaron Aaron and I find this really interesting the way God laid this out to me because Aaron obeyed the spirit he didn't obey the letter of the law he knew it but because he obeyed the Lord, in the spirit of the Lord, had he just stayed true to the letter, well, it would have made him insincere in God's eyes. That's what we're starting to see, when people just try to give you a shell of who they perceive Christ to be. See, if I don't really have a relationship with Jesus, thank you, Lord. If I don't have, if, if, if I don't really know him, I'm not spending time with him, but I'm trying to convince you, oh, come follow me. Come follow me in Jesus my flesh is all up in there. Do you really think people are going to buy my story? you are going to think, you're put on. Because your flesh is going to rule. And Jesus came to do away with the law. So that we could actually be free to be. Just free. Free to feel loved unconditionally. And so, God, I really sense in the spirit that God is tired of people trying to give Him a bad name, first of all, but their false impressions of who they think that they are versus who he says that he is, because only the Lord can give you revelation in your heart about himself, and that comes through spending time with it's like with any other relationship you have. How do you get close to people? Time with them. You operate in their love language, you you want to speak the language of God, you want to do what makes God feel loved by you, and then he cultivate cultivates the relationship. And he draws, I mean, it's so cool. Man, when I get into worship and praise and high praise and I have my, I'm, I'm really kind of selfish about, I mean, I'm very selfish about my time with God, actually, because I enjoy his company. I really enjoy his company. And we talk, we, I go driving and we talk and I've never known a God who will carry conversations and tell me the most things and then laugh at me when I get frustrated about things. I'm thinking, that's not funny. That's not fun. Please don't laugh at me. I'm not laughing at you, Missy. I'm laughing with you. Because if you could see what I see. And I'm like, what do you see? What do you see? And then he shows me. I see the end from the beginning. And I'm like, "Oh, oh, my God. I don't know any other God who does that for me or for you for that matter. But it comes from spending time with him. And see, unlike Moses, this is where Aaron Knew the truth unlike Moses because Moses only looked at the outer appearance of man. Unlike believers, most believers today who are stuck in religion, When God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. So God knows our heart. And he understands us even when others are critical of it. And in this day and time, he's all about his heart. He's looking for people who want to get to know him at that level. Coming into the holy of holies. He wants you to know him. So, what is unclean and unclean? And if you know, the laws do serve their purpose. But the law gives us a holy structure to kind of, it's kind of a guideline to me, if you will. It helps us to know what God considers clean or unclean. But if you get so rigid about a structure, like so many have, I don't know about you, I can't stand being around this kind of Cannot stand it. It's like you walk on eggshells around them. I have family members like this, and it's like uh 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 uh. I'll do things. I'll find myself doing things just to kind of put a battering ram up against that structure of religion. And they're like, oh! and you you could hear all the breath get sucked out, all the religious breath get sucked out of the room in that moment. And I'm just like, don't don't try to limit. Don't put my God in a box. Don't put me in a box because I'm not trying to tell you how to be, to feel loved, so please don't put me in that box. But that's how they make you feel. It's because they're so rigid and feeling like they have to do everything so perfectly when Jesus came to set us free. If not, why did he even die for us? Think about that. So, so many leaders try to force people to live by the law, by the way, which is fake holy, I call it fake holy. I'm gonna make a t-shirt that says fake holy. Um, because they don't understand who true love is. And true love just loves people and they allow God to be the judge. God didn't call us to judge each other, he's the judge. That's what amazes me about people learning about these stinking tools in the courts of heaven. They think, Oh, I got a new tool, I got a new I can get on a new power trip and I can lord over people's lives and I can get them. I can go get them and get them back, which is the condition of that heart. And God's like, really? Matthew 7, 12, judge not lest you be judged. Do you understand that the courts of heaven are only a deliverance tool? They're actually just a tool to teach us who's God and who's not. That's just, that's just a genuine perception I have about the courts of heaven. Now, I will say this, for the saints of God, for you, those of you who are truly saved, the courts of heaven will serve to activate cursings on you. <clears throat> because you know, if you, Deuteronomy 27 and 28, if you break the law, if you break and come against God's truths, you will activate cursings upon yourself. If you do this, you get this. go read it based on the big ten also more than that but but God's trying to teach us who's God and who's not so. There are some ministries though that God is using in this hour, and He's trying to show us how to get up in this new power. He's giving you strict mandates, and he's saying, "Don't deviate. I'm trying to show my people. How to get free instead of just appropriate all the sins of the flesh. Lord said, I'm trying to get you free from you. so You can walk out of the old and into the new. And if you know anything, the place that he's always wanted you to be was to just serve at the pleasure of the king. You're here to serve at the pleasure of the king, which is true nobility. That's what true, the good, the pure, and the lovely is really all about. It's true discernment. And if you want to be pleasing to God, you've got to learn to follow his spirit at various levels where the higher spiritual laws operate. So I will say this, for those of the people that are stuck in the spirit of religion, that are really stuck on just doing things and not doing things, that don't do this and yes, do that, following it exactly by all the rules. It's like, who has that kind of time to keep up with all that? You Most of you haven't even read the whole Bible. to even know what it says to do. That. But if you're coming up into the Lord's heart, you've heard the analogy, new level, new devil. And I just this year, because you can kind of you can really discern it actually if you're following him from faith to faith. But the higher you go in the Lord, the more narrower the road gets. So the laws change. Okay, so you start getting this as you get more transformed in the Lord, you should start becoming Uh, more mature and discerning to sense when God wants you to let go of some things. Let him take some things off your vessel. And that's when you know it's time to change, have a problem with it, okay? Not because man told you, but because God convicted your heart to want to please him, okay? Which brings us to Mark 5, 21 through 43. And if you don't know anything about Jesus, Everybody that you think aren't welcomed at Jesus' feet are. Just like Mary Magdalene, all the drunks that you judge doing happy hour. You see them doing happy hour at 5 o'clock. I'm glad I'm not them when you used to be them to go hang out with them. Go stay out all night with them. You know them. Some of them are still your friends. They call you for counsel. Oh, So for all you arrogant, religiously stuck people, you need to get over the demonic lie that you're the only ones going to heaven. Oh, imagine that. (laughs) Because when you get there, you're going to be really surprised to find out who's there (laughs) along with you if you don't. But it's amazing to me in this day and time because of the lack of truth being taught. How many people think they're the only ones going to heaven? I'm just like, mm. okay, so God's trying to get the religious diatribe out of the pulpit. He's trying to get it out of our hearts, along with the pride, by the way. He is. And this is the pride of the past. If you know anything about this, when you when you get into pride, those hearts full of pride Whether it's the pride about your denomination, the pride about in your leadership titles. i list how many more of can help me think of some more, Lord. Um, When it's only God who should get the credit for anything we're doing in kingdom. It's amazing to me. It is amazing to me. Um, How many people put so much stock in what they think is important when the really the real only stock we should put our hearts into is serving. But then everybody thinks that that's so lowly. Oh, that's so. Oh, I can never. But that's really so holy. Jesus came to do that. He came to serve us, and he he came to teach us about love's ways. The first shall be last. The last shall be first. And so, why do you think it gives you so? If if you're truly a loving person and a giver, why do you think it gives you so much joy to give? God God came to give Himself away. Are you good at sharing love with people and understanding service, true service and giving? You're always giving yourself away. And I don't mean going to the bar. I don't mean that at all. You know what I mean by that? Okay. So you know what I mean, but it's not physical flesh. It is spirit. It's spirit. I know all the religious people in the background having a cardiac right now. <gasps> She's talking about sexual issues on here. Oh, well, get over it. Okay, here you go. We're tired of being, we're tired of walking egg, on eggshells around you. We're just going to speak the truth. <laughs> Most of us have to live in it anyway. So, we should all be serving at the pleasure of the king, though. And not serving ourselves with the flesh. But if you know anything about Christ... We have to know that he never expected us to be perfect. Especially never expected us to get it right all the time. That's why he came. Why he came. To right all the wrongs done by the devil. From man to man. The spirit of a misunderstanding or offense and pride. From all the demonic things that seem to get in the way of true love. How I many of you let all these dumb things get in the way of loving just loving people? How many people do that? When God just wants us to love. I mean it's so much easier. It just seems so much easier to live life that way, but you know people people know true love and they also know fake holy in this day and time. And that's why I believe God let this nation and all people all around the world start getting a big mouthful of the fake we'd be so sick and tired of the lies, we would start looking for the truth again. I really believe it's all been orchestrated by the Lord, every bit of it. But if man chooses to stay in the fake holy because of how it gratifies his flesh, we're never gonna find our way. So it's gonna be up to the majority or the people who demand the truth to say, you know what? I'm not willing to buy your brand of love anymore. It's done nothing but served to be a distraction. Not to mention, not to mention to hurt a lot of people, a lot of innocent people. All these years, and, and, and God came to set us free. And the people who find this, trust me, those are the people who are going to truly start living in this hour. You're going to feel so free, so very, very free. And the Lord has shown me actually in this hour, there are very uh there are two streams of water that have been created for people to step into. It's a lot of demarcation. Remember, I told you that at the very beginning of the conversation. But it's the stream of truth, truth's living water that people are just saying, Yeah, let's dive in. Give me more truth. Give me more truth. Fill me up with truth. And you're starting to get free in this truth stream. And truth is just starting to, to be around you. And you know. Anything about the spirit, the spirit draws, uh, bears witness with the spirit. And so you draw people to yourself like yourself. So as you get free, God's going to be shaking your tree. And he's going to be shaking off people because that, that, they they're cannot they not going to be able to handle your truth. And, and, and you're going to start drawing healthier people to yourself. And guess what? You're going to have a fulfilling life. Isn't that a novel idea? <laughs> God said, I came to bring you life and bring it in abundance. I didn't come to bring you a tree that was dead. I came to bring you life. And then the other stream is the stream that smells of the stench of the flesh. It's a definite line of demarcation. Okay. So this is why so many people can't grasp God's hymn. <clears throat> they can't they can't put down their pride long enough to touch the hem of his garment for healing. Which takes true love and it takes true faith. But when you get desperate enough, pardon me, when you get desperate enough, the heart that's been humbled, you're willing to do anything in order to have life again. Which brings me to Psalms 38, 1 through 22. How are we doing on time? We're doing good on time. We've got a whole nine minutes. I need to wrap this up. Okay, so what happens to you, charged or not, when you sin? Ever thought about that? I know it sounds like a generic can of green beans as a topic, but let me tell you what happens. Has anybody ever sat down and discussed this with you? The process that happens. Remember I told you about the clock and all of the different places of 1 through 12 and the personalities on God's heart and his clock. And this is for apostles and prophets, by the way. So if God sends a prophet across across your path, he may send in a prophet uh, in the month of January. It was born in the month of January. Uh, and they're double mercy. Oh, they're going to tell you all these flowery things about yourself. And you're so wonderful. Oh, God loves you so much. You shouldn't do that. And you walk away going, yeah, I'm going to the bar. I'll see you later. <laughs> Boom. You, you blow past them. And God's like turning around. You you've made God turn his head, actually. So <clears throat> he's going to ratchet things up a little bit. This is my interpretation of this. He's going to ratchet things up a little bit. So he's going to send in another prophet i about three o'clock and they got, they're kind of getting three o'clock. You're getting into a little bit, a little bit more truth. They're going to be a little bit more subtle. Not, 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 not as subtle. They're going to be a little bit more truthful actually, And they're going to try to tell you the same message again. And then if it, it still didn't get his point across, then he's probably going to ratchet it up a little bit more. And he's going to send in somebody about eight o'clock. I'll skip levels. And they're going to be pretty blunt. They're going to be like, Hey, I don't want you doing that anymore. Yeah. I see you in church on Sundays. You're setting a bad example. Hey, if you're in Sunday school, you're teaching Sunday. I don't want you teaching the kids that crud. What the heck do you think you're doing? And then if you're really not listening, if you're really, really rebellious, he's going to send in somebody by 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and their their arrows and their swords are really sharp. They're like, eh, hit the judgment place. Mm. Now judgment's in the room. But that's how God does things. And so this is what he does, though, too. He loves us enough not to allow us to sit and get away with it. Because he's all about integrity and true virtue. He wants us to have fulfilling lives. But when we separate ourselves away into false structures of the demonic, you can be lured away. Those are usually people that cherry pick the Bible. They cherry pick the word. They don't. They hear what they want to hear and they go do what they want to do during the week. Oh, I did my church thing. I, I, ching, they, they mark off things on their short list. I did my church thing this week. And God doesn't want us just doing our church thing. He he actually wants us to want to be in his presence, want to practice his presence throughout the week. And so when we get caught up in our sin, it causes us to switch kingdoms that we're operating within, which is usually kind of indicative of how much flesh you got going on. How much flesh have you been delivered of? Which is why so many are caught up in the flesh. But It's because the flesh is all they've ever known. So they settle for the secondary. And they wonder why their lives are so difficult because of the cursings they've ignited around themselves. Remember, I talked to you about that earlier in the conversation. But why would you want to settle for second best when God has come to give you his rest And be stuck out in the outer courts. You understand there's an outer court, an inner court, and a holy of holies. In this hour, he's calling us into the inner court to have fellowship with a holy God. To know his heart. And if you're going to abide there and you're going to walk there, you're going to have to give up some stuff. Because the people that are in the outer courts, they've allowed demonic spirits to flow through them, which confuses most of the loving people. I don't I don't get that mindset. I don't understand why people can show up in a church and and churches, which is supposed to be a loving place and act like hell, although I know it's a healing place. I get it. But then they want to hurt other people. I don't get that because love doesn't want to hurt you. Love wants to heal you. He wants to set you free if you truly know him. But it's people that demand their own way, that are stuck in the flesh, in the spirit of pride, thinking they know more than God, that are usually culprits to that problem. And this is what we're seeing in the world today. It's what we're seeing in the church today. And God's like, enough. Let me place a line of demarcation here so people know the difference between the truth and a lie, so they can actually see the way in which they're to walk. So, And then while I'm at it, the lords I feel like he's saying this, while I'm at it, the Lord's saying. I'm going to make them so sick of the lies that they will demand the truth. Demand to walk in the truth. Demand so I can see who's for me and who's against me. That's what the Lord is trying to find in this day and time. Are you for me or are you against me? Because if you're for me, you're going to want to walk like me. You're going to want to walk in the, the good, the pure, and the lovely. So, God's saying in this hour, it's not for the faint of heart. Definitely not for the hard-headed or the hard-hearted. He's trying to orchestrate situations to break us out of these things, and he's trying to keep us out of the 12 o'clock hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's trying to keep us out of the 12 o'clock hour. where His blunt prophets, his truth prophets, don't have to show up at your doorstep and say, thus saith the Lord, if you do this again, I'm going to bring you home. I've seen that happen four times in my life, by the way. For God has had me release words over people, and I was floored. I hate him. I absolutely hate them. For he has me, and I know where it's taken, the person, if they don't change. But it's a last-minute effort, a last-ditch effort, because I was born in the 11 o'clock hour. So I'm a double-truth prophet. So when God uses my vessel, he's sending in double-truth. That means you've probably been warned time and time and time and time. For years, been probably participating in gross sins. And God's like, You better clean that up. Cause my grace is fixing to be exhausted. But I've seen God take people home after He had me warned them. And I've talked about it on here before. You can go catch another one of the replays, but it's heartbreaking. I believe these things are heartbreaking to God. Because he has to send in heartbreaking situations to those hearts he refused to align in truth and true love. And if you think about it, why should he even have to do that? God shouldn't even have to do that. But I believe it's God's way of letting us know he's displeased. So David suffered with this. We're going to wrap this up. If you know anything about him, he got caught up in adultery. A few others, his sons, his family got caught up in this. But the Lord's saying in this hour, don't, Use the sin of adultery to hinder your thinking that you're off the hook. Don't just cherry pick. Don't just think, oh, I didn't do that. No, this isn't, this conversation is not for me. Nope. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Is, adultery is just as much of a sin as committing treason against God or overeating or watching the Super Bowl with naked women during the halftime show. By the way, all of you guys who love football, but... I don't know if you didn't turn off, turn the TV off. Most people do like the halftime show. Oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't see Yes, you did. Because the whole thing, I've come out of that world, by the way, of TV and film. It's everywhere, in it. it's permeated that whole industry. So when you flick your TV on, you're giving a thumbs up to whatever goes on while you watch it. I'm not trying to be religious by saying that. I'm just saying, if that's your mindset, by the way, I don't care if you watch the Super Bowl, by the way. I like college football. But if that's your mindset, that's between you and God. I'm not your judge. But I don't want to hear these same people saying, well, you don't need to be having a glass of wine every now and then. You don't need to be doing that. You don't need to be smoking. I am not your judge. Smoking will kill you. And if sin is death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I need, I believe that God wants us personally between he and us, he and us individually to stop cherry picking our sin or a.k.a. our version of the truth be known, the wages of sin are death. We all know that we keep going down different pathways, whatever you lay your eyes on, whatever you put your ears or listen to, whoever you hang around, whatever vices you pick up will lead you to a destructive death. They will lead you to death so he's just saying listen to me in this hour i'm trying to help you live an abundant life so if you walk in heaven and here on earth the lord's saying in this hour it's time to get honest with me and get free so you can align with my divine is that you is that you as we wrap up today i want to thank you for listening to me i'm dr missy hit I speak on Tuesdays and Fridays for the 15-minute Rev. We try to keep you abreast of what's going on, and what's going on in the spirit. If you missed us, go rewind this and catch the replay. You want to catch it because today we're giving you an overview about what's going on in the spirit and about where we're at. We're climbing the mountain as of Sunday, shrouded in God's darkness. And sometimes God will shroud us and cover us as he starts to bring us into the divine into the glory, to protect us, because the enemy can't hit what he can't see. This is why all the witchcraft has been through the roof the last four or five days. Go catch the replay if you want to catch the overview on that. There's a little bit more to it than this. But we're going to wrap up with Proverbs 10, 8 through 9. And it speaks about the wise in heart accept commands. But a chattering fool comes to ruin. Are you a chattering fool? (laughs) Oh. Who, I don't. I'm not laughing at the word. I'm just thinking. Yeah, that's the truth. Okay. So whoever walks in integrity walks securely. Hey there. But whoever walks and takes crooked paths will be found out. Found out. You understand that the sins of the wicked will be exposed. you understand that? Right. When you come on these broadcasts and they're prophetic prod and um and usually. And I'll say this too, because we're a deliverance ministry. And by the way, if you're looking for a home, we'll tell you about that in a second, because we're going to talk about it with Cynthia. It's going to pop some things up on the board. Um, we're prophetic broadcast, and given that we're a prophetic broadcast and a deliverance ministry, if you're drawn to this broadcast, it's because God wants to clean your heart up. Okay, and um, it's good to see you, Misty. Um, but. The problem is, is we have so many people that are intrigued by the gift instead of wanting to get cleaned up that they just come to be entertained. But in this hour, God's not here to entertain you. He's trying to grow you up so he can use you. He's trying to grow you up so he can use you. And so it's it's so imperative. I cannot stress it enough that we take him seriously with everything he's telling us to do, because it will make or break you in this hour. It will so make or break you. But um. If you're looking, I want to wrap this up today. If you're looking for a place to belong, we would love to help you in your endeavors. So consider emailing us. If you're looking for a church home online, we're an online church temporarily. Uh, Email us at uh, navigator at gmail.com. You can go check out our website. She just posted it up here on the right. But we would love to help you in your walk and help you. Um. Just to find your way out from underneath all the diatribe, really, because I don't know about you, but I'm tired of people blowing smoke and I'm, I'm definitely tired of them coming in and saying, well, you know, you're not this and you're not what they're really trying to say is you're not as religious as me. Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad. I don't want to be. I bless you all. Good luck. But anyway, we're trying to help you get free. And help you uh, walk out eternity while you're here in the Earth suit. So we love you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Tuesday. I'm going to go jump off and grab some lunch. And uh, I'll see you on Friday. And until then, love you guys. Bye-bye.